What's up, George? What's going on in the House of Christ tonight? In the House of Christ tonight, we are going to be talking about promotion, marketing yourself, your product, the difference. Should you, should you not? What are we doing? That's coming up next. Let's get it. Show for independence all around, giving you a platform to spread your word all over town. Cast the craze is the place to promote to your fans with the dream of Medina and Sam the Crazy Man. Subscribe to our show and never miss an episode. It's time to get your man to listen to us on the go. Updated every week, we never miss a day. Join the squad, come on in. It's time to cast the craze. If you are an independent, cast the craze. Making moves on your own, cast the craze. On your grind in the streets, cast the craze. Join the movement, catch the craze! Yeah, George, we did it again. Come on now. Now you want to do it. Catch the craze. Welcome to Cast the Craze Podcast. I'm your host with the most hip, the crazy man, Vera. And I am with George, the dreamer, Medina. What's happening, everyone? Welcome to another exciting episode of Cast the Craze. It is Tuesday, August 8th. We are coming to you live. What up, Nita? Uh, we are coming to you live. Lou is in the house. Daphne's in the house. Yeah, the never-ending hustle. Paul Hades is in the house. <laughs> All right, he's up, 1 a.m. Uh, thank you guys for showing up. We are going to be talking tonight, like we always do, about a topic that uh, pertains to us indie creators. So if you're an indie creator, stay tuned. And if you just like indie comics, stay tuned. If you haven't done so yet, subscribe to the channel. Give us a like, comment below, do all that fun stuff. Share the video out uh, for people who may be interested in a topic like this. And we're going to be going. We're going to be going for the full, what, hour on this bad boy. We have, we have a, uh, uh, what are we doing? What are we doing? We have a sponsor tonight. Yeah, Classic we City do. Comic Con. He's, you, we're going to be showing you a little video that they put together yeah. for their con, which is happening on August 19th. What up, Paul? PG. It's happening on August uh, 19th. It's a one-day show. It's happening in Pittsburgh, Massachusetts. So that's going to be going down. And uh, yeah, man, what's going on, Sammy? What you got going on over there, dog? Jeez, uh, uh, man, I just got back from hanging out with, uh, what's up, what's up, what's up? What oh, up? Hell. Um, Paulie G and I, we were at the uh, Denton Comet Art Exposition. Um, had a good time. My wife was with me. We had a blast. If you haven't seen that video on the art of Samuel, go check it out. Just look for this. Artist Alley, second appearance at the Denton Comet Art Expo. So I vlogged the entire experience. That's pretty dope. And uh, this coming weekend, uh, this Saturday, again, Paulie G and I will be hanging out at the at Collected Comics, the grand opening of the newest location. I think this is their fourth in their franchise. That's and, cool. um, you know, we're there with Ben Dunn and David the Grand, um, Matthew Cole. I think Matthew's not going to be there, but uh, Show Enough Studio and Fred Keel. Fred Keel was also at the Denton Expo. So we're going to be there doing a book signing. Um, I'm look, I'm excited and looking forward to that. So that's pretty spectacular. It's pretty dope. Um, 
what else is going on? We got the art contest still going strong. Yeah. I just got hit up by several people on social media asking for details. Um, and if you're one of those people watching right now, I hit you up um, and just follow that link and it'll give you all the details. But, uh, you know, I showed this last week. So, you know, we had Dan Barlow sent us two uh, images of duty. We have Dwayne Doherty um, who sent us two image of duty. You had Jason Sooks. I'm going to show, um, I think it's Sooks or Sooks. I, I always screw that up. Um, he actually colored this. I'm going to show you the colored version in a minute. Irina um, sent hers and Stephen Russell um, sent in his. And this is what Jason did with his piece. He colored it. It looks pretty fly. Uh, the colors are pretty popping. Um, I, I, you know, I even love that ship that duty uh, that Herman's in. It's pretty cool. And then we got a newest member who decided to take a spin on duty and Loki and make it Doki. Um, Doki, uh, God of mischief. Um, so that was the newest one uh, straight from Instagram. Um, and then I'm um, expecting a few more. And uh, we're expecting one from Pending, which is, um, I think Pending's in the audience. I'm watching everyone's conventions videos to hype myself for Baltimore. There you go. I wish I was there with you, man. Yeah, I, I, I wanted, I was going to do Baltimore, but uh, because Puerto Rico hit my pockets pretty hard, I bailed out. Um, yeah, but I was uh, I was going to do it um, maybe next year. But um, yeah, so I'm excited about that. And um, at the, the Dented Karma Art Expo, sold a few copies of the Kid in the Comic newspaper as well. Um, so we had some people pick that up, uh, which was pretty spectacular. And then um, outside of that, you know, don't forget that uh, there's Nailing in My Toilet, book number six, launches on Kickstarter on the 2nd of October. Um, and, uh, if you haven't signed up yet, the link is in the summary. I'm also going to put the link in the chat. Sign up is going to be fun. A lot of new characters. You got Bobby's friends coming into play, Patrick and Brittany. You got no boo for you catching ghosts of what we do coming into the fray. You got a whole lot of stuff happening in this series. Um, it's going to be even more fun. And, uh, so, you know, I, you know, I can't wait to get that into your hands. Oh, and I did get one, um, return to sender. Uh, I'm going to email you um, today. Chad Perkins, if you're out there, Chad, your your reward came back to me undeliverable. Um, so I just need you to hit me up with your um, right address. If I'm going to DM you after the show to make sure I get that information from you. Um, and uh, pending is present. There she goes. Right. And uh, yeah, so that was the only thing. And then um, the only thing I have left is uh, we got um, College Station Comic Con September. 9th and the 10th, I'll be there. And then Arlington Comic Fest, um, October 7th and 8th. And that's going to end my year. I wanted to do another one, but I'm going to end my year that way. And then right now I'm building up 2024. Uh, Nita's funny, man. She said she's going to she's gonna message him for you. <laughs> yeah, it's like return to sender. So whatever address he gave me, it just bounced back, uh, whatever he filled out. So, And what I do is I just copy and paste it from the spreadsheet. And um, um, so I don't screw up when I type. Yeah. yeah, what's going on with you, sir? Uh, yeah, man, I'm gonna be doing. Uh, I'm actually gonna be going to Baltimore Comic Con, but I'm gonna be walking the floor. I'm just gonna be chilling and checking everybody out. So it's gonna be nice to see Daphne. I haven't seen Daphne in years. Um, we live in New York. I, I, I haven't. Seen, I, the only time I saw them was when they were doing shows with JD, and they haven't done a show in a while. So it'll be nice to see Daphne. Uh, there are gonna be a few people that are gonna be out um, going to that show. James DeSantis is gonna be there. Uh, he's from Darkfire Press. Big shout out to him. Technogods will be there. Michael San Martino, big, uh, huge friend of the show. So he's going to be there with his book, issue number four, I believe. He's going to have at the table. So he's going to be there. 
Um, so there are going to be a few people that I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing. I'm going to be hanging out with my boy, Mr. Jonathan Syfax. I think oh, wow. going to roll with us out there. Jfax. Yeah, yeah. So it's going to be it's going to be a good time. So that's going to be that is next month. That's a month from now, September 8th, 9th and 10th. So if you are in the Baltimore area, I mean, or if you're in the New York area, it's a three hour drive up to or down to Baltimore. So check that out. I'll be doing that. Uh, obviously, Russ 5377. My comic is digital and it is on the any one world platform, anyoneworld.com. Uh, the week after. Oh, snap. Neato. Say word. All right. Oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah. So that's going on right now. If you go to anyoneworld.com, check out the book. Issues one and two are available right now. In a couple of weeks, I will be releasing issue number three. So check it out, anyoneworld.com. Anyoneworld is also doing a convention, a virtual convention. Anyoneworldcon is happening August 24th and 25th. Check that out, ASAP Imagination. And uh, the people out there, they are putting this show together. I will be part of that. It's going to be a blast. So check that out. What else is going on? I'm doing some lettering. I'm, you know, I'm still working on, on, on the Adventures of Wonder Duck. Obviously, I'm getting pages coming in from uh, my artists. So I can't wait to put that out for next year. And uh, what else? Oh, I'm also writing for ASAP Imagination on their book called, uh, what is it, Dead of Night. Dead of Night, issue number two. I'll be, doing, I'll be penning that book. So can't wait to... Can't wait till you guys see that. And yeah, there's a lot of stuff, man. A lot of stuff going on. I have books that I'm writing that I'm that I'm creating. Starting to put stuff together for next year. 2024 is when I'll be doing some shows. I think my first finally. Show, yeah, my first show is gonna be wicked in uh in Massachusetts. In the drama get wicked. That's right, that's right. That's a good that was a good show this year. I also I you know what I want to sign up for a few shows, the one in PA that, that you did that one time Zolo. Yeah, I would do that. You should come for Zolo, bro. The the problem is is traveling by plane, bro. You you know, it's like you (laughs) got to travel light. Travel light. Don't go crazy. I can't go light, bro. Man, I got to get my duty on. You see my setup? (laughs) You see my setup? (laughs) But you can can shrink it down a little bit and still get the same. Listen, we're going to be talking. We're going to be talking about, and that's part of the promotional part that we're going to be talking about. For those who haven't done so yet, check out The Art of Samuel. He's got a new video out breaking down the whole setup. You're talking about setting up, breaking down how you set up at Denton. Uh, yeah, Denton Comic Art Expo, a day in the life. Check those out. It's funny, bro, the way you start those things off. I, I'm, like I'm, I'm watching like, like Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood <laughs> with the music in the back. I'm waiting for you to throw on a freaking cardigan and <laughs> tie new sneakers on. Uh, yeah, staff, so many people are going to be at Baltimore. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. I cannot wait. Yeah, I, I wish I could be there with wait. all you guys. I mean, that's what I that's for me. I was we were talking about that, I think, on Monday when I was like, you know, yeah. the one thing I best miss about the East Coast is being able to do the shows with the people you came in, you came up in the game with. You know what I mean? It's like, mm-hmm. damn, I miss that. You know, here, you know, um, you know, I'm I'm building a network out here, but you know, I still miss the people because it's different when you know we were there from the beginning. You know what I mean? And, uh, you know, to be able to do a show where you got, you know, JD and Daphne and you got Brian Kong and you got all these people, you know what I'm saying? It's like, man. Wow. Wow. Throwbacks, bro. Flying, no joke. I'm going to be up there for just over a week and I had to accept I'm going to have to pay extra because Karen. <laughs> oh, and they jacked up the yeah, prices nah. You're on going your to second need. luggage. So American yeah. Airlines, I think they what they do is I think the first piece. Your first, so you, there's nothing free anymore. So That's the first was wild. like 40 bucks. The second was 150. 
That's why that's why you gotta start building status with these airlines, bro. Like that that's their trick. That's their yeah. trick. They want you to use their airline and fly frequent with them, and then they put you into their program where they give you all that stuff for free yeah. because you are part of their program. That's like the thing now. Because back in the days, you know, you used to get orbits. Ooh, 150 bucks. Yeah, that's orbits. how they got me with Puerto Rico, Tra bro. Travelocity, right? You used to get all these things and, and get yeah. the cheapest flight. Now, yeah, you still get the cheapest flight. But then there's a bunch of things that they add on after the flight. So the flight's 100 bucks, but then you got to pay for the, 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 the seat. You got to pay for your luggage. You got to pay for your carry-on. You and got and, and if your stuff though. and if your stuff is over the weight limit, you're paying an extra oh, hundred bucks oh, for the weight. It's, it's, for the, it's yeah. crazy. So it's a yeah, um, no, it's expensive. Uh, it's I had expensive. to weigh all my stuff at home on uh, my scale to make sure. I was like, oh no, I have to shift things. Yeah. And then when I got there, I weighed it again before I I did it to make sure nothing was over fifty pounds. Yeah. 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 But you know, it's true because I have I have that's, like. Dang, I have like 50,000 points yeah, from travel. And so I'm going to Spain in a few weeks and um, for work. And But I upgraded myself because I had points. And I was like, ah, you know, I upgraded myself to, you know, where I get every, when, I'm, when I'm catered. I don't get first class, but I'm close to first class. Yeah. yeah. Nah, it's true, man. You got to, you know, you got to, you, you, you have to have status with these airlines nowadays to get anything yeah. free. But uh, yeah, no, it'd be nice. If, Nita, if you're in here uh, the week after, then we should try to link up. I'd, I'd like to meet you. I haven't met. That's the other thing, right? We're online. I haven't met half of the people I know now. I know, right? I've met them online. It's, so it's nice to go to these shows and actually run into some of these people there because yeah. they're at the show. Like as I met Philip for the first time, we had him on the show. Philip Russert met him at a show. Um, Philip Falco, I met at the show. Oh, there he is. Michael San Martino just gave you a shout out, bro. He's going to be at uh, Baltimore Comic Con, so make sure you check him out and his book. So, and that that'll be the first time I meet Michael because I've never met Michael. Um, I'll be at Jose's and Daphne's. All right, cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Right. Oh, she's going to Queens. She's going to the boroughs. Yeah, going to boroughs. All right. Listen, don't judge. Uh, don't judge. You know, New York based on the boroughs. Okay? <laughs> the boroughs. Are, yeah, the boroughs are, are, are tight. You know, don't judge. it's, it's don't not judge Texas. Me. I mean, or wherever, where you got land and space, the boroughs are tight. Yeah, the boroughs are tight. Yeah, I know I grew up in Queens. <laughs> but yeah, so what why don't why don't we give a little shout out to to our sponsor of the show? Uh we got, right we now, got we, Plastic we, City we, Comic Con. We got a sponsor. We got a sponsor. <laughs> we got a sponsor. We go. And they're, they're all putting in the work. And I'm really happy about that. Okay? Just keep showing up, keep coming to meetings. That's how this thing works. Okay. Okay, and I see we have a new person at our meeting. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Actually, I have an activity we can all do together. We should go to Plastic City Comic Con. There's just so much to do there. There's comic books, toys, games, anything you can ask for. Wait, do you work for Plastic City Comic Con? Me? Work for Plastic City Comic Con? But we're all going to Plastic City Comic Con, right? I thought so. Now, who here owes me money? Plastic City Comic Con! Saturday, August 19th. Game on Sports Complex. Pittsburgh, Massachusetts. PlasticCityComicCon.com for info and tickets. <laughs> That's...
I was saying to you, that's like that's the kind of corny you need to promote a Comic Con. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be fun, man. It's gonna be fun. Yo, and, and this is what we're talking about. So, so the topic of today is gonna be, you know, promotion. And uh, yes, Mike, and and so this is what we do. You know what I mean? Keith, Keith Gleason, who is the promoter, he also has a book called The Mighty Mascots. He is going to be. Uh, he is actually the promoter. He started the, the convention. <laughs> uh, Jesus Christ, Sam, slow down. Let, let me get let me give our sponsors some props that we can go into the Jesus Christ. <laughs> I know, I know. And you're trigger happy. Yeah, man. Hold on, let's 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 give him a little shout out. So yeah, so so Keith Gleason, Mighty Mascots, he's the creator of that book, but he's also the promoter of this convention. Yes. And he put it together. He paid um to put uh you know a promo together to promote the fact that. This convention is happening, and 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 he said, you know, I said, listen, if you you want to promote it on the show, send us the uh, the the uh, the video, and there it is. So, you know, you got to pay to play, and that's what he did. He put this together, and now hopefully, you know, the the convention is as successful as it has been for the last couple of years because I think this is like the third or fourth year he's doing it. So, big shout out to him. I can't wait to go. I'll be walking the floor and hanging out with him. Now let's see what 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 were what were the folks saying? Can't wait to meet you, Mike. Yeah, hell yeah, brother. That commercial was bloody cool than an ice cream sandwich. <laughs> Sam, my old me, my old money. Nice. I believe that was what Miraculous Ladybug. That commercial, my daughter would have. Oh, really? Damn, I didn't even know that was like a real thing. <laughs> I thought it was just made up characters. Yeah, That's I know. Amazing, dude. Um, but anyway, so Sam, what do we got up next? We got up next. We got the topic of the day, bro. Let's do this, kid. Let's I know, this. man. I'm a little. I'm a little behind um, <laughs> on the. This is. This is a. This is a get your meds right. Let's do it. It's time for your medicine. What are you promoting? You, the creator, or your product? Survey says. What are we promoting, Sammy? Now, when should you promote yourself versus your product? Right? These are all questions that we want to tackle in the show. And again, it's open for discussion. So everybody in the chat, if you're an indie, what are your thoughts? What are yes. your thoughts, right? What are your thoughts, Sam? Talk to me. Holla at me. Come and talk to me. I really want to meet you cannot talk to you anyway. So, <laughs> um, right, I think, nice, I think nice. if you're going to do an appearance, that's when you promote you. I think when you're on social media, you should be promoting your product. I think there's a difference It's when you're doing, when you're trying to, 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 to promote the fact that you're going to be at an event. Um, and, and it's simultaneous. You can say I'm at an event, I'm there promoting my books, but you, you should be the showcase because you're the name that's on the roster for these events and these venues. So I think that's the difference. Woohoo, convict prostitution is my favorite topic. There you go. Um, yeehaw. So, yeah, I think it's if you, anything that you're going to do, you're going to do a speaking engagement, a book signing, a book fair, whatever it is, promote you uh, on social media. You should be promoting the hell out of your work and your product. Um, that's the difference for me. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, what happened? You cut your mic off. Um, <laughs> I was like, yo, he just stopped. <laughs> well, you know, I want to, I want banter first, you know, before I, oh, yeah. Up, yeah. Yeah, I, I think first and foremost, and this is very obvious. I'm going to be, I'm going to be captain obvious right now. hundred percent. You have to finish your product. You can't promote something that doesn't exist. We're not, we're not celebrities. We're not, we, we're not in movies. 
we're not, you know, we're not singers promote, you know what I'm saying? Like going anyway, on- speak for yourself, bro. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I'm just we're saying singers. We're not famous <laughs> algorithms. <laughs> <laughs> right. So you have to finish your product. You have to finish your product. And you should never promote just yourself. You should always promote your product as you're promoting yourself because yeah. that's what you want to sell. You're not selling. Yes, you're selling yourself in a sense, but what you really want to push is whatever you've created because you've worked so hard to create it. Duty's a celebrity. <laughs> so you want to, so you definitely want to promote both, right? I don't think you promote one over the other. If you are going to promote one over the other, it's your product over you. You know what I'm saying? And the reason I say that is because as famous as, as, as Todd McFarlane is, when a person goes to a store, they're buying the toy that he made, yeah. right? They're not buying Todd McFarlane's speaking engagements. You know, the random person is going to Target, walking down the aisle, and they're buying Batman. They're not buying Todd. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They're buying Spawn. They're not buying Todd. It's sad you even have to stress that. I know. And I talk about this all the time. It is absolutely, yeah, you guys are absolutely right. You have to finish your product. Now, a lot of people feel like, oh, you know what? It's my, my charm. I can just sell it. No, you got to finish. The product's got to be done, and it's got to be good. It's got to be a good product. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to put that work in to promote the fact that you're doing it. <laughs> and I agree. It's crazy how people come out with these ideas for sale and never see a book. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's, 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 that's the painful part, right? You know, because we all know a lot of that. It's, it's a painful part, you know, but that's what I believe is like, um, it's credibility too, right? Because, mm. you know, it's, it's what you're going to be known for, right? So I think, you know, for me, it's like, I'm always like, I got, I got a book coming out uh, in October, right? I'm promoting the hell out of it all the way through simultaneously working on it, right? But it's really about duty. It ain't about me. So on social media, I'm just yeah. beasting out on that thing, right? right so right. this is duty and I'm, draw, and I'm trying to create awareness around my character, which is my marketing strategy, right? So I draw duty in all sorts of, he's, he's the ultimate cosplayer, right? So he's all sorts of costumes and whatever and just things that inspire me. And I just, and that's my way of just keeping it relevant while I'm working on, on, while I'm grinding in the studio. So when that book comes out, it's like, yo, I seen that everywhere. That's what I heard several times at Denton. I seen this on, on Facebook or I seen this on whatever. And it's like, Oh, now I get it. Right. So, you know, some it'll, it'll get to people. Um, I'm not promoting me. Right. Because I'm not selling me at the venue. The me has to connect with the consumer. Right. So you got to be likable too. So that's when you got to promote yourself. Right. So I think um, it's just understanding the difference between the two. Yes, your reputation becomes everything in this industry. Absolutely. For your fulfillment, character, and product. Yeah. So that, and that's the other thing. That's the other side of that, of that whole promotion, right? When you're on social media, yes, the product is promotion. When you're running a Kickstarter or crowdfunding campaign, your product is what you're selling. At that point, though, when you're doing these, these, these uh, engage, like when you're on podcasts, for example, now you're selling not just the product, but you're selling yourself. At, yeah as a trustworthy person, as a likable person, as a person that people want to support, you know, all that stuff. So you're selling, that's when you sell, that's when you sell yourself yeah. along with the product. That's when you sell yourself and say, Hey, this is what the product's about. This is who I am. This is what I'm doing. And, and I think people support people, even if they don't know the product at first. Yeah. Now, if they like your product, then they come back for the rest of it. Yeah. And which is why the quality of the product has to be. Yeah. It has to be spot on. And you have to, I mean, that's why, you know, promotion, it takes on a lot of different forms. You got to know when and where, I mean, and it, there's no perfect science for it. You got to find the right formula for you and your product. Right. So, 
you know, one of my strategies, I use bounce backs, right? And that's something in retail, right? Bounce back cards, right? You know, you go to Macy's, you go and they give you a gift card. You, you spend so much, they'll give you a gift card that you can use on a specific date and time, right? So, so they come back and they get 25% off or whatever it is because they got that bounce back card. I do that with my trading cards and I'm doing it. My trading cards are collectibles. So every twice a year is going to be a different card. So I'm putting a new card every six months, right? So if you're following my product and you're following the journey, you come, you get that for free just from, you just, even if you just chat with me, just come to the table, talk, whatever, you get that card. What I found is some 50% of the people that didn't buy the book, but they got the card, bought the book the next time or went on my website or went on the Kickstarter, right? So you have to find a way to keep yourself relevant, keep the product relevant, keep it in top of mind with people um, and find the strategy that works for you, uh, you know, but know the difference. But again, you can't, you can't promote what you don't have. Yes, absolutely. And, and, I, and I think that, and I know that a lot of people sometimes say, you know, I don't know if I want to do a convention. Those things are a lot of money. There's a lot, you know, cause they are conventions are very expensive. Like you said, traveling to these conventions, can get very tedious with all the stuff yeah. you got to carry with you. But you got to look at that much like you're treating what you're doing. You're, you're, you're going into retail. You're using your retail mind to help you with this. We got to look at this as the people, for example, right now, the strike that's going on, you know what I mean? With, with celebrities and stuff like that, they can't promote their, 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 their movies. Those things are hurting some yeah. of their movies because they can't promote them because people want to see them on the red carpet. They want to do all that stuff. Conventions, in a sense, are our red our carpet. You know what I'm saying? Those are the places where people can come meet the creator of said story that yeah. they maybe have seen online. So we got to look at those conventions. And I'm glad, I'm kind of glad that Daphne, for example, is going to a convention because she hasn't done, done one in a while. And the and last convention she did, I, I don't know if that was that's true, but the last time I did a convention with Daphne was that was the one in Long Island, I think Eternal Con. Okay. So she hasn't done one, right? J, uh, JD Calderon, big shout out to him. He hasn't done one. So Daph says, all right, I'm going to go do one. Now, when you go to a convention, though, what are you bringing, right? Yeah. What, are you, what are you bringing with you? How are you going to sell this book? What are your strategies to sell this book? And that's where the promotional and the marketing side of it. You're doing this. I, I was watching a show, and big shout out to her because I was watching their show, <laughs> where she was talking about how to sell PD, PDFs, right? Yeah, like, I thought that was a smart, that's a yes. smart strategy. And for those going to the show at Baltimore, and say, for example, you don't want to get a, a physical copy of the book, you can get a PDF of her book. She will have PDFs available at her table. How those PDFs <laughs> look, you guys have to check it out. Go to her table and she will show you how to do that. What's going on, Sandy? What do you got going on? Hold uh, those things back up. Well, she said, no, so, so th thank you, uh, Nita. Yes. Um, and the reason why I decided to do the bounce back cards because I wasn't getting the kind of visitation on my website and conversion on my website. So I came up with that strategy and it changed the game for me. Um, can't handle her sexiness and Paul says Sam brings everything in the kid. <laughs> Damn, yo, it, it's true, bro. It's like I look like a franchise, you know, what I'm setting up. It's like it takes a minute to 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 build up. No, but, I mean, listen, but you have to, but I'm, right? But I'm you know what? I'm I'm proud of that because you know, I started with one comic book and now I have a, a portfolio of product that's geared towards that one brand. You know what I mean? That that that, and I'm and gearing towards trying to get to a, as many different audiences as possible. Because yeah. some people might not want the comic, but you know what? They like the keychain and they like the buttons and they like the stickers and whatever. And that's what I find. I find people who bought eight prints 
but didn't get the comic book because they love the art and the prints, right? Well, so yeah, it's like yeah. being able to, but it's all duty. It's all around that, one character. I was character. just going to say that, dude. I was it's, just gonna, yeah, it's all centered on one character. Yes. Because as indie creators, right? And unless you're an artist, I bring a short box. He brings 20. <laughs> um, I, 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 when it comes to being an indie, you know, we got to remember like Batman, Superman, Spider-Man, you know, all these, all these characters have a fan base. Mm -hmm. They have a fan base. So, yeah, obviously, if you put up a print of, of Deadpool or whatever, a movie's coming out, people are going to go crazy for it and they're going to buy it, right? But we are trying to promote our characters. We yep. want our character to some be, someday be that character. People. So yep. why put up a, a print of that when you can put up a print of your own character and sell your character? Yep. Now, unless you're an artist and you want to do commissions, and obviously that's what brings people, you know, that's, that's what makes the money. Let's, let's and that's what honest. I had next let's to me at Denton. He was an artist and he did a lot of fan right. art. Right, right, right. So fan art, you know, that's still going to sell. That's still going to yeah. sell. It's still going to bring me money. And I'm not begrudging anybody who makes money that way. Fine. But what I'm saying is don't make that the focal point on your table. If you if you've created if you created a comic book. Oh, yeah. If you've, yeah. No, that's what yeah. I'm saying. If you're an indie yeah. creator and you have your own comic book, yeah. sell your comic book. Yeah, you know, do prints of your character. You yeah. know, make people fall in love with your character. So the next time they come to the show, they're looking for the next print because they loved it so much yeah. of that character that you've created. Yeah. That's part of your marketing strategy. That's part of your promotion, promoting yourself, promoting what you're doing, what you're creating. And 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 your your setup may change next time around, Sam. It also depends on the room. How much room do you have at a convention? Yeah, so you have to be able to do all of that. You know what I mean? Which one of my fifty titles should I focus? On? <laughs> Yeah, that's yeah, yeah, and that's, that's and that's for me. It's like you know, I feel good, you know, that um, I'm just focused on one product, and that's it. And that's where my focus is. And I wanna, I want to accomplish finishing the series, um, telling the other stories that I have for Duty, like Duty's monsters, and then you know the samurai tale that I've been developing. I've been promoting Duty as a samurai, which is going to it's like getting people uh, um custom to see him that way because there's a samurai story that I'm working on with Duty. Um, that happens after duty's monsters, right? Yeah. So there's a lot of things, you know, so it's like, it's like you plant the seeds early on and you get people to see it and then like, Oh, that's, Oh, you got a book with it. Oh, I love that. The way he drew that character that way. I'm going to, I want to get that book. So mm -hmm. it's, you have, look, we're indies. We don't have a team, an entourage. We don't have bank. We have to do it the, the grassroots way. Yeah. Just be smart about it. And I, and it's trial and error. It's test and try, test and try. And then when you get traction, go with that. When you get traction here, go with that. When you're not getting traction, drop it, right? And, and you got to move with speed um, because time is not your friend. Attention span is not, it, it works against you. You know, trends change, tastes change. People, you know, they they move on quick, right? So it's like you have, that's why I do the, 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 the art because I want to keep things relevant. I want to keep it top of mind when they see duty, like, oh, there goes that character again. Oh, I like, you know, there goes that character, right? And so, um, and that's what's happening now. That's what I'm seeing now. And a lot of it has to do with the card. I think I've given out in this year, I think uh, a thousand cards, yeah. right? This year. So for free. Um, and and most, some of those people didn't even buy the books, right? But they but they came back. The activity on my website is is off the chain right now, right? Because people are going back and they said, let me do some research, right? So that's, that's, that's an inexpensive form of marketing. Um, it doesn't cost a lot of money. You know, I, I, I'll, I'll buy 500 cards. I'll create a card and I'll do 500, right? And one shot. And then when I run out, I'll determine whether or not I'm going to 
reprint it or create the new design, you know, but um, you got to find what works for you. Yeah. I think to, 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 uh, to just address uh, what Paul was saying about, you know, you have 50 titles, which should you focus on? I think as an artist for you, Sam, you, you draw your own book. You, you have one character, you're, you're focused on one character right now. It doesn't mean you don't have other stories that you want to tell, but right now you're focusing on that one character as a writer, you know, and not an artist, right? It's, it's, it's tough to focus just on one thing because all we do is write, 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 write. And we have to wait on the artist to finish whatever it is. Big, perfect example, you know, Wonder Duck. I'm still waiting on a few pages from the artist to finish the next graphic novel, which I want to put out. Hopefully it'll be done by next year. And then I can, I can start promoting it. I think when he's asking, which one should I focus on? I think, I think you, you let, you let the people decide, Yeah. right? If you have all of these books on your table and you're a likable dude which paul is i I, i've spoken to paul great dude use that charm yep and let them decide hey i have all of these things on my table what are you into because if you're into this i got this if you're into that i got that if you're into this i got this and sell your products that way because you as a writer you can't stop writing you just can't stop you just want to keep creating keep writing i think though one of them is going to rise to the top. Yeah. And once you realize which one is rising, don't stop it. Don't stop it from, from, from rising. Feed it. Feed it. That's what people want. That's what they want. Because we're in the business of selling comics, right? We're in the business of selling our creations. Don't stop selling something um, because you want to focus on something else and you want to you know, stop focusing on that. No, they can all live. But one of them is always, I think one of them, I believe that one of them will always kind of be the one. You know what I mean? Like uh, He knows which one is the one, you know? Yeah, but, you yeah, know. yeah. Hides PTS. <laughs> Paul, I'm telling you, dude, that is a great book. Big shout out to Paul Gomez. Yeah. Writer, creator of PTSD, Bougie Boo Circus. You, you, what do you have? What else do you have? You have Prelude to Aurora, right? You have, uh, there's one more I'm missing. Um, and I can't remember it right now. But Go with the one that people want. Give them yeah. what they want, dude. Don't give them what they want. If they want it, give it to yes, them. Yes, the people have spoken, and that's the that's the also the you know, and and you said this something earlier. Look, I got a billion ideas, right? <laughs> a billion ideas, but I'm waiting on me, right? I can only draw so fast, right? I right. can only create so fast, right? So so for me, it's. Um, and I don't want to hire an artist to do what I can do, yeah, right? It's you know what I'm saying? And, and so um, for me, it's I have to be purposeful with my intention. I have to be realistic with with the, the goal. And I have to just deal with the fact that I'm okay with working at this pace. Right. I could produce four issues a year of this day to my toilet with a full-time job, Right. If I didn't have a full time job, it'd be a lot more, right? But because I worked, remember, yeah, it, it was. was. I was I was a beast was. at one point. It was right, yeah. but um, but now I got a full time job. The reality is, it's going to take me, you know, yeah, I'll do four year, you know, so, um, because they want to have a hundred IPs, but they end up frustrating their audience because no one knows which one is going to fit. Yeah. All right. Absolutely. So that is the other thing. Like, and that is the other thing. Me personally, like I was telling you guys. I'm a writer, right? I love to write. I like to write six-issue stories or trade paperbacks that will give you a complete story, and that's it. I don't, I don't claim to have an ongoing story. I can't. I can't. I'm, I'm, I can't afford it. 
I don't have the time to do it. I have to focus on finishing that, that, that story. So if you buy a book, a graphic novel, that is a complete story. And now I can move on to the next story I want to tell. For me, because I'm not an artist, I can't give you an ongoing story. I can't give you an ongoing series. Sam, you can. You know what I'm saying? Duty can yeah. go on forever because you're drawing it. Daphne, you can. You know, Eagle Raven can go on forever. As a matter of fact, what, you're up to number seven right now? Yeah. Uh, so that can go on forever because you are the writer on it. I mean, you are the artist on it. It's tough. It's tough on the pockets for the writer. If you have the money, go for it. You know what I'm saying? Go for it. Do what you yeah. got to do. But it's very tough when you have, like she says, 100 yeah. people. And you want to make them all ongoing because that's what you grew up reading. You grew up reading Amazing Spider-Man. Amazing Spider-Man is up to 948. No, <laughs> exactly. Hard. And I made, I made a conscious decision. I lost you. Say something. Hello. Okay, there you go. Uh, so it's like, say something. How many fingers will I have up? So um, I made a conscious decision. Duty's a 10-part. Doesn't anybody my told it's a 10-part miniseries. It ends at issue number 10. It starts off duty... Um, just a title duty and then and a subtitle like duties monsters right and um and those are just gonna be four they're gonna be four issues shorts which it's easy to collect it into a graphic novel so i'm very purposeful on what's gonna happen so for me they're gonna all end up being trades all four issue um, stories all standalone stories you don't need to have disney in my toilet to know this but it's gonna follow a sequence right of timelines because each adventure takes place after at a certain time in duty's life Right. Um, and but I made that decision, right? Because reality is, I don't know if I'll be able to do a hundred, right? But I want to tell a lot of different stories with duty. Um, all I realize, um, you know what I'm saying? So, but you have to make the decision that works for you. Um, you know what I'm saying? I still have the main ego radio story I finished at 15 issues. I want ego to go forever, but it needs to be sustainable. Yeah, that's something that goes, yeah, I agree hundred percent. It's tough because I'm sure, listen, I'm sure, Dev, I'm sure you have other ideas too that you may want to go into and you may want to tackle. And it's hard to even, well, and I should say that, right? Even as an artist, it's hard to produce these books. It takes it's very hard. It, it, this is a reason why, like, if Duty's Monsters, there's a reason why there's uh, Cosmic Gorf has a cameo in Duty's Monsters, right? Mm -hmm. So, if anybody who picked up um, issue number one, um, it's the reason I'm moving to illustrated wow. novels. Yeah. There's the, if you picked up issue number one, I want to tell redo Cosmic Wars, but I can't right now, right? Because right now I'm focusing on duty. But I get to, because it's an alien, I get to cross paths. And, you know, because if you read uh, the Christmas special, Disney in my toilet, Gorf had a cameo in the Christmas special, um, right? And so here's my way to be able to take some of my characters from different realms and merge them and, and tell the story in a good way. And so I get to fulfill my, one of my goals Maybe not tell the, the standalone cosmic war story, but if I ever get that chance to do it long term, people know where he came from. It's like, oh, that's that right. character, Bob, you know what I'm saying? So it's like planting seeds, you know. And so um, and that's a way of controlling the destiny of you know of the characters. Yeah, no, I I think that also when when it comes to not only is it hard to produce these books, it takes time and all of that, you also wearing different hats. Yeah. So you're not just the artist, creator, writer, whatever. You're also the business manager. You know, I mean, you're booking shows. You're you're going to shows. You're you're travel. You're your own travel agent. Like you, you're there's so many things that you're doing behind the scenes that nobody sees. You know, you you have to come up with ideas. You have to be your own marketing team. You know, how, how do I push this thing? What do I do? You know, you came up with the idea of of doing that with your cards. You know, uh, Daphne's got the PDF idea on how to sell her PDFs. 
and stuff like that. We're constantly coming up with ways to do that. So it's not just creating the book. It's not just writing the book. It's not just drawing the book. It's also how do we push this book? How do we get it into as many people's hands as possible? You know, this is a platform for indies to come in here and talk about their books. And how many times do we get, you know, indies or creators who don't know how to do that, who don't know how to push their product, who aren't ready to be in front of a camera and tell people what it is that they do in a, in a coherent manner. You know what I mean? They go into these tangents about their world, but they don't have a pitch. They right. don't know how to pitch it. You know, they, they know what the story's about because it's in their head. So they think that just by regurgitating everything that's in their head, we're going to love it. And we're going to like, no, we don't have, we have no idea what the hell you're talking about. We oh, don't the, know what you're talking about. Oh, oh, we need a pitch. Right, like, why are you asking me all these questions? <laughs> or do you want to answer the question? <laughs> so you have, you have to use everything at your disposal. And if you have a show like this or a show like the one that, that, that Nita and Daphne do or a show like the one that JD does, and you have a chance to speak about what you're doing, that is, your, that is promotion. That is free promotion. Go in there, make the most of it, but be ready. Be prepared. Have your pitch. Know what you're talking about. Know what your story's about. Know what's going what's gonna to sell it because, and that's another thing that, that conventions are good for, right? Practicing your pitch because you get to see the reaction of people yes. as you're giving them the pitch. Yes. Do they smile when you say that? That works. I'm going to use yeah. that. Do they turn their face when I say that? Nah, not, not gonna I, that. I, I learned that in real time this, this past Word. weekend. I was yeah. I was trying one angle and I was like, I'm losing them. I'm losing them. I was <laughs> yeah. like, oh, Sam. Yeah, That's I was like, job. yo, change up, Sam. So, yeah. you know, and so you have to, and yeah. then what works for one is not going to work for another. So you really got to, you got to start yeah. with the questions on like asking them about themselves. Oh, is it your first time here? What, you know, what, yeah. blah, blah, and get to know them. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and then you get a feel for how they speak. Cause if people speak in shorthand, then you got to be short and brief, right? If people, you know, if people like they want to build a rapport and they're, they're talkative, then you can, you know, then you have time to test and try, right? And figure right. out. But uh, there are some people that have come over. It's like, what, what's yeah. your book about? You know, very, <laughs> you know what's your book about? And I was like, oh, damn, right? And, and so you got to be, be ready. You yeah, yeah. Be ready. <laughs> there you go. You got to be ready. And uh, and that's the great thing about doing conventions. I think, I think I, I, if you watch the video uh, from this weekend, there was a part where I have crickets playing in the background. During that quiet time when I'm sitting there and there's nobody coming to my table, right? And that's the reality too. It's like, how do you handle those moments where nothing's happening? Yeah, because it yeah. messes with your brain, right? <laughs> and you're like, you're like, yes. oh man, man, yes. it's like this is this is gonna be painful, right? But you know, conventions, there's moments. You got your highs and lows. You got when you, all of a sudden you got everybody's at your table, then you got nobody, right? Yeah. How do you deal with that? How do you maximize and how do you stay engaged so that way you don't look like you're bored or frustrated? You know, because someone could be looking at you from a distance. And I see that a lot. I see kids. I see parents looking from a distance. They see duty. They see the banner. There's name in my toilet. Like, and, and and they're thinking about, should I go over there? That looks pretty interesting, right? So you can't be sitting there like, oh, this is bull, right? You got to be engaged and smiling. And, you know, when I make eye contact, I'm there with the car, like, bam, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm obsessed, obsessed with, with studying. Yeah. The book, what is it? The book, the one hour content plan. It really requires you to think about what your comic is about and who is the audience you need to target for it. Yeah. That is also big. I, I'm big on target audiences, man. Hey, what's up, Dan? Huge. You have to know who your target audience is. How to use the right marketing bait to attract the audience you want to. Yeah. I think you do. I, I think, you know, we talked about this, I think, on, on another episode. Where we were like, you know, family, you know, what is it? All ages. What does that mean? What does that mean? What does all ages mean? You know, everybody can read it. Oh, okay. But what if I don't want to read a kid's book? I'm, I'm, you know, I'm 45 years, 46 years old. I don't want to read a kid's book. What if I don't? That's not all ages. It's not for me. You know what I mean? So they turn away from that. But if you give them a specific age, 
right. you say this book is for kids, you know, 12 year olds or whatever, if I have a 12 year old nephew, I might be interested in that. All right, cool. Let me, let me see that. Let me see if he might like that. You know what I mean? So I think that that's, that's big. I mean, and, and, and what Daphne's talking about target audiences, it's huge. It's huge. Yeah. It really yeah. is. You, you got to know important. how to connect. And then you also got to know how to deal with uncomfortable, right? Because I had a cat that I was like, hey, you want a card? And he just looked at me, no response. Just looked at me up and, up and down and just walked away. I was like, oh, this nice. guy's a serial killer. I was like, yo, I was like, that's the trench coast mafia. I was like, this is crazy, right? So, and I just laughed. I was like, yo, this boy yeah. crazy, right? But you'll get that. There are times where you just, they'll just stare at you and like, hey, how's it going? And they just stare at you. Right. And you got to know how to deal with that. Right. Yeah. So when I get that and I'm just I'm not getting anything, I turn to the next person. I'm like, all right, I'm done with this. Right. You know, I move to the next person. Um, so you got to know how to deal with uncomfortable because it, you know, conventions, you're going to get everybody. You're going to get all spectrums. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and you just got to be prepared for it and not you take it personal ready. and just be engaged and try to find have it. fun. Yeah. And, you know, you, you mentioned we, we were talking about this for, even for the Denton comic book uh, show that you just did they move the location. Yeah. So you got to be ready for that as well, right? Yeah. Because last year, great. Location yeah. was perfect. You know, it worked that well. This year, location changes, the people change. The people change, yep. The people coming to the show change. You know, yep. their, their buying habits. You, you're, you're dealing with a whole different bunch of people. So how do you handle that? You know, how do you, how do you, you know, how do you do that? And you have, and, and I think the more you do these, the more you realize how, and the more you understand. Okay, this is what I got to do now. I got to switch it up. I got to do this. That's the that. reason why I prefer to. I, I, I yearn to do conventions because I learn more and more how to adapt mm -hmm. when I'm there. Because people come from all walks of life, different experiences, different expectations, and you're gonna get different reactions. And it, and it helps you build a thick skin, and it helps you um, get quick witted right and learn how to adapt quickly and react to different types of questions um and it's like it's like it's like training day when i'm at those the the, the conventions it's a great way to really build your communication skills yeah watching a lot of anime vlogs i'm trying to design my booth to optimize the introverts and the skittish about people talking to them yeah lots of descriptive yeah yeah that, i mean that's why i got a lot of my stuff you know it's from the, the, the girl look hands down the girls that do the anime shows and their booths and their ideas they are legit that's where i get a lot of my stuff from you know it's like i remember my wife's like what are you watching and she goes i was like this girl got skills i was like you know she got some great ideas right and so that's where i, I get some of my stuff from i was like because well i think what happens is you know conventions if you look the bulk of the the artists in artist alley they got the banner in the backdrop they got the table and they got their books maybe a couple of risers and displays right but if you look at the difference between how anime presents this stuff versus comic con creators it's right night and day right yeah. but they, and they're also they're artists so they're selling yeah. their characters but on trinkets and all the other stuff so for me yeah. it's like how do i brand duty in a bigger way for me right so i want merchandise for duty i want to sell merchandise for duty so how do i present that in a big way and i got a lot of my ideas from them i but see i think anime is not even fair bro anime is not even fair what is the price point to set up at it what is your price point to set up at a show uh, hold on, let's, but I just wanted to say to talk about the the, uh, the anime thing. Anime sells itself, bro. It's like it's like walking into a dealership. You're looking for a car. Just just give me the car that I want. Like it's they it sells like that. It's so popular, bro. Like 
it's crazy. Like they can set up, they can set up with the same way that that, that regular people sell, and they still sell books. But you're right. I, I think that you do have to because there are so many people at these conventions. You have to find a way where you're going to stand out or try different things that maybe people haven't seen, or maybe like to like even even using what you're saying is hey. That's how anime people set up. Maybe that's an anime. Let me go take take a look at it. Let me go check it out. When they get there, you just get them with with the, with the. And I think Paul had mentioned something about psychology, uh, just a few minutes ago. Psychology, learning how to pull people, how to talk with gestures, you know, yeah. that kind of stuff. But what what was the? He said the price point um, is what is your price point to set up at a show? I try not to spend more than three hundred dollars for a table. I'm next year. I'm not going past two fifty. I think uh, this is the reason why I'm not doing um, Fan Expo next year because Fan Expo in Texas, they raised their table rates, six foot table, mind you. They went from $350 to $500 for next year. And they don't promote you. Your name's not on the website. They don't get you the information until last minute. You don't even know if you're approved to a couple of weeks before. Um, so there's no respect for the artist and artist alley. So for me, next year, you know, two fifty and less is what That's I'm looking be at. Tough, bro, because yeah. they're raising but a lot a, of these places. Yeah. Are raising their prices. But there's a lot of them out here in Texas, which is good okay. for me. Okay. And uh, and I'm looking for you know really the the artist friendly events. I'm not looking for the big show. I'm looking that's, for the shows where I'm going to make a return on my yes, investment. Yes. And that's why I'm doing a lot of these, like just walking into like conventions. Like I'm not even buying tape because I don't know which ones, especially in the, in the East coast, bro. In the East coast, mm -hmm. everything is like, you know, celebrity centric or, yeah. you know, brand, you know, just, it's just a bunch of pop culture kind of stuff. Like this, like the Denton show, right? The promoter promoted every single one of us. Right. You know, and, and put it out on social media everywhere. We're so excited to have the creator of the iconic character Disney in my toilet back, Sam Vera, blah, blah, blah. That's unexpected. Right. You know, so it was like those kind of things. You know, when we did um, the Waco one, it was fantastic, bro. You know what I mean? The, the audience, it was it was right for me. Um, so I'm looking for shows that's right for me and what I do. I'm not looking for the big shows anymore. Also, they're very conscious about the aesthetics of the table. Yeah, they're very conscious. They 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 actually design their tables in the house. They 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 use the dining room tables or or mock tables, and they really work. They're very meticulous about that. I'm not to that detail because I'm not that extreme. But you know, they they're very talented. But you ah. can use the fan art yes. to connect fans to you. Yeah, you, I have Rocket you, Raccoon fan art. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. can you can. But I, th I think you have to be. But I think uh, you're going to Cowtown. No, I'm not going to Cowtown because uh, Cowtown for me didn't work last year. So I decided not to do it. I'm doing um, the College Station Comic Con. We were talking about art-focused shows the other day, worth their weight in gold. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and, and Daph, yes, if you are the artist on your book, those prints work because that is a way to get them to the table and start yep. talking to you about what you are working on. You are the artist on said book, so they're going to – as a writer, I don't think those prints work. I, I I don't. I think all you're doing is just selling a print about somebody else's character because you're not the artist on that print. Yeah. They have nothing else to talk to you other than, oh, yeah, I'll buy this print. Thanks very much. How much is it? You know what I mean? And yeah. then they walk away. There's no engagement at that point. Yeah. Uh, what yeah, was she, she, she said, my mistake in the past was making fan art randomly. I can't connect that pool to anything on my table. Yeah, exactly. But if I do Lord of Rings fan art, so for me, though, what I do uh, to combat that, I make duty ads, right? So I dress up duty ads. So what but that's I also part of your story, though. Yes, that's not part just, of because he's always been a he's, he's always part been of the story. Yes. Yeah, that is something that happens in the book. It's in not the just, book, right? So so now people who might be a fan of Batman and they see this green character with a big belly as Batman. Go, Yo, what is this? Right. And it attracts them. It's like, well, that's duty. Meet duty. That's how I always started. 
Meet Duty. He's the ultimate cosplayer. He's the star of my book that's nailing in my toilet. And that's how I start the conversation. And that's what brings them in. I mean, Duty S Wednesday. People get a kick out of that. It's like the one of the, the, how, the number one selling prints, right? And uh, so they'll come over. They're like, oh, my God, this Wednesday. And, the, and, and that's how you start the conversation. Oh so God, for I me, I just use what was I tailored Duty as um, to an advantage, right? And it's my way of, you know, killing two birds with one stone. Doing fan art, but doing my character. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, that's true. Well, Dan, Dan was talking about it, that that question that he asked about the price point. Um, I, I guess I had a question for him. Is he talking about what you're charging for your book at the show, or um, or what is is it just strictly how much you're willing to pay, or how much you're going to spend with you know banners, prints, books, like? What exactly? I'm not, you know, because there's a lot of things that go into that, right? Into so, like, I, I'll give you an example. I did the one in Waco, right? Waco was a couple of hours drive, a few hours drive. I think it's like four hours. I forgot. Um, and I had to get a vendor booth because they ran out of artist alley tables, right? When I got there, I had a 10 foot, 10 foot space with an eight foot table. Mm -hmm. You know, my name was on the website. I got all my information ahead of time. You know, it was it was great, and I paid two fifty, right? Right. Fan and I had no and I wasn't I wasn't squash. I had a 10 foot, I had plenty yeah. of space, I had a lot of wiggle room to be able to design and play. The big shows, they give you a six-foot table, they're tripling the price, you get no promotion, you know, no love, right? And they, they're gonna charge you for they're gonna nickel and dime you for everything. You want Wi-Fi, they're gonna charge you for that. You want this, you're gonna charge you for that. And you get a six-foot space and you're squeezed in, you gotta try to squeeze past the other guy, they give you a crack to try to everyone's trying to fix their table so they can get out to go to the bathroom. So now let me ask you a question. That's not love. Let me ask you a question. When huh? when you're getting charged more for the table, do you increase the prices on your books? No, I don't. I, I you know for me it's like you know it's it, it was having that conversation. How much to pay for a table for any creator? You're less likely to break even. Yeah, I won't go past three hundred dollars because I want to be able to make my money back and then some. Um, but I think you know I was it was. Uh, you know, I charge when I'm at the convention for my books five dollars. The variant covers I charge ten dollars, right? But every but my competitors are all charging ten books for their the regular editions, right? And then their variants they're charging 20, 30, whatever it is. Right. So for me, the reason why I stick with the five is because I'm I want to play with everybody's wallets. I want the moms who are the decision makers when they come over with their kids. You know, I want the a guy came over to my table, so he was a dad. He comes over to my table. He's looking at the books. He laughs. You know, I said, you know, I give him the book. He said, open up, read the first few pages. I promise you'll laugh, right? So, you know, he laughs. He's like, how much? I was like, $5. He go, That's it? He's like, yeah. He goes, I'll take all of them. He goes, I'll take all five issues, right? So, boom. He's like, oh, I'm going to get more for my buck, right? So, for me, that's the, that's the way I look at it, Um, you know. And, you know, everyone can price whatever they want. But for me, no matter what, I stick with that. My variant covers drive my, look, my commission art. Um, my original art and my variant covers drive the profit, but um, I'll stick with that but, number. But I, but I think that part of that number also is you got to be, <laughs> is that you also have to remember who you're selling to, right? You're selling to, you're selling to families, you're selling to kids. A lot of parents don't want to pay $10, $15 for a book that their kid is going to destroy. They just don't yeah. want to do it. Yeah. So when you're pricing something at $5, you're still making a little money because a book is probably going to cost you, what, $280, $3 to print or whatever. You're not shipping it anywhere, so you're, 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 you're removing that from the equation. So $5 still makes you $1.20, you know, whatever, per book. Plus, 
another, plus you have built another fan. Yeah. There's a possibility uh, yeah. for another fan to be built. So $5 is still yeah. for the age group that we, and I'll, I'll say we, because I sell my books, um, you know, my age group is also younger, a younger audience. I think a $5 book for a parent is easier to swallow than a $10 book that they're going to, yeah. that, that their kid is going to destroy. Yeah, especially today with inflation and everybody being, you know, being very mindful about stuff. So, and I'll give an ex another example that happened this weekend. Um, uh, this family comes up. It's, it's two brothers, dad and a mom, whatever. And, and, the, and the son's looking at it. He's, he's really digging it. And he's like, and the mom's like, I don't know if you can afford it because they gave him an allowance. And then he, and she goes, I don't know. She goes, you might not be able to afford it. He goes, how much is it? I said, $5. He goes, I can afford it, mom. Right. Yeah. And he got two issues. Right. So that, you know, so, and, and that's why, you know, if I would have said 10, he'd be like, uh, cause that's all he had was $10. Right. So he'd be like, oh, $10 for one. Maybe go, maybe go shop around and see what else, like, even though he liked it. Right. So I think for me, I'm just, I'm more about, I'm very sensitive to what's happening out in the market today because that's a big pain point, you know, in, in at work with, 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 um, um, salaries or whatever stuff, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I realize what's happening, especially out here in what? Texas. So for me, $5 is my good no. point. Cause I want the readers. I saw I saw somebody um, charge forty dollars for 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 a graphic novel, bro, and I was like, I can't, I can't give you forty dollars for a graphic novel. What was the other thing that that? Because Jay makes some good points. Also, he says uh, that's where you come with uh, more merchandise, a diverse catalog, and exclusive yeah. pinups of that particular con. And the way to cut down, and this is the way he's cut down, right? Is he he prints in bulk because? And I was going to say that I was like, yeah, you can come with more more stuff, but that stuff is also going to cost you more money. But if you're printing in bulk. You may be able to save on some of that stuff. For me, I think the question now is, are you a reader or are you a collector? Because yeah. if you're a reader of a comic book, you're going to destroy the comic book. And if I can give you a comic book at $3 maybe because I only paid a dollar or in bulk or whatever, you know, 75 cents or whatever in bulk, I can maybe take that loss and I can give you a $3 book because you're a reader of the book. You're not a collector. For yeah. the collector, I can charge you $10 for an exclusive cover, $15 for an exclusive cover because you're a collector. But yeah. if you're a reader of the comic book, and I can ask you that question when you're at the table, you're a reader, you're a collector. If you're a reader, here you go. This is the price point for that. If you're yeah, a collector, it, this like, is what it is. What are Why things the collector's like, issue? Get the reader one free. You know, you can do things. Yeah. When and you it's like, have, what are things I make? I make um, a lot more money with prints, right? So I'll, I'll sell one print, and I do an eight by eight print, right? So I'm not, I'm only selling for five dollars for the print, right? But if you buy three, you get it for ten. So people will get six nine right because they're like oh you know because i have 50 different prints to choose from right and it doesn't cost me a lot to print right then you know then i have the variant covers which are marked prints, up differently prints are great bro prints and i have the great. sketch covers so it's like yeah. here's a blank sketch cover the sketch cover is 10 bucks but if you want me to draw on it you're going to pay an extra 40 bucks right so this that's where i make my the extra income it's usually with the, the, the original art i'll have original pieces i'll have sketch cards that i sell there you know, so I have a diverse portfolio of stuff with me um, because, again, I learned that people who buy prints not would probably won't get the comic book uh, or they'll buy the comic book and the print or they'll get the buttons and the stickers or the bookmark or the magnet. So I have all these different options, you know, for everybody and everybody's different wallet size. Yeah. Well, to the point that 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 that, that you're making, I think uh, Daphne had, had said um Damn, this point, you bring up the, the, the things I'm, every single time I'm trying about to, to make a point. I'm trying to, you they're moving faster. I know. Hey, look, I know. Swear when I go to click, I, something pops up. All right, all right, <laughs> let, 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 let's see this one. The Watch best yourself. place to have a variety of products, a variety of price points. 
my comics are covered. But I have deals for multiple books. Okay, yeah, yeah. That, that was what he did. In that event, you can sell three for 10 and not worry about the margin. You can also give things away, which you've done in the past. I don't support a lot of Kickstarter campaigns that have $20. See, that's the thing. And, yeah. and I'm glad that Dan brought that up, man. I sell to collectors only on Kickstarter at cons. I'm more interested in readers. That's why I'm experimenting with PDFs. I don't want to see people will jump at the convenience of reading on their phone. Um, I hate reading on my phone. Good points on sketch cover, Sam. So I think that when you talk about a Kickstarter book, right, a 24-page book at $20 on, on Kickstarter, that's tough. Yeah. That's tough. I, I, a lot of times, and now I'm doing this more so because I was going nuts ordering all these books. They come in. I don't even get to read them because they're coming in too fast. I haven't even read the books or yeah. whatever, but I'm paying $20 per, right? Mm-hmm. Now what I do is I just go for the PDFs. And as much as I hate, <laughs> yeah, 20 and 40 are bugging. Yeah, dude, yeah. I'm telling you. Um, what I try to do now is I try to get the PDFs. As much as I hate reading on my phone, I read them on my, on my, on my, uh, on my iPad now. But yeah, man, the price points I think are going out of control, man. They're going yeah. out of control, dude. Yeah, that's why it's, it is like because I, I walked around, I walked around the convention to see how, how, what other indie creators were there. I was the lowest price in the game, and I was like, I'm not changing up because you know, for me, just like what Daphne said, I'm looking for the readers. I want, I'm looking for volume of readers, and 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 for me, if if they pick it up, number one, five dollars worth with their wallet, they picked it up. Nine times out of ten, they come. They're gonna go to the website and get the second, third, or fourth issue, or they're gonna look to see what other venue I'm gonna be in that that there's within driving distance. Like in Texas, it's easy because I see a lot of same faces travel from conventions. So and which is really good. Um, and and they'll come. I got the last one at this event. Okay, I'm here for the next one. Boom, right? One of the guys came over. He's like, he goes, um. Do you have anything new? I said, yeah, I got this. Oh my gosh! Oh, you know. And so Mm -hmm. I think that's the 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 big thing, right? It's like you want. You, you want to get your product into people's hands, right? And the goal is you want them to become readers and fans of your work. And if you're outpricing yourself, you know, it's it's going it's to hurt you in the, long, in the long game. You might make that quick buck quick, but is it sustainable, especially when we have a, a volatile market and, in the in industry right and, now? And, and that's not to say that there isn't a market for people who will pay high dollar amounts for exclusive stuff. Oh yeah, there's always going to be there's those audience people who will pay for exclusive stuff, even within your. I mean, your sketch covers, your 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 you know your variant covers, they're more than the regular book, but there's a value in that, right? And people understand that, and those and they're willing to pay it some. So <laughs> you know, I'm not saying don't price it, but I'm, I think when you when you're pricing a book for 10, 15, but I'm telling you, man, I walked up and and this kid had a had a graphic novel. He tried to charge forty dollars for it. I was like, dude. I'll buy your first issue. How much is that? That's 10. Jesus. All right, bro. I want to support. Because I know the I know what it's like to be behind that table. You know right. what I mean? So I hate to go to somebody's table. He gives me this whole spiel. The book looks great, sounds great, and the price point makes me walk away. I, I'd hate to be that guy because I know what it's like to be back there waiting for that, for that yes. You know what yeah. I mean? So all right, fine. And price makes a difference because uh, there was a person does, that came over. There's a person that came over, he's looking at duty, he didn't see. And that's why I'm changing it up for the book signing. He didn't see the graphic novel. He only seen the issues. And and um, I was like, I do have it collected in, in the graphic novel, volume one. He, I said, all five issues are in there. He goes, how much is that? And he goes, oh, I can get it. Is it on your website? I said, yeah, but in the website, it's 30. Here, you get it for 25. Right. All right, I'll take it. Boom. And you know what? 25. How much are the prints? I said, five for one, three for 10. Oh, and then we get three. Boom. And he goes, and so he went through the portfolio and picked the three, right? But the 25 sounded better than him going to the website paying 30 plus shipping. 
right? So and and he was there. So it, I think it's you. You have to you have to um, be very mindful and and and, and adjust. I, the, the the three for ten prints that came up for this event because I was looking at the customer. I was like, all right, they're looking for for deals. Let me offer some sort of deal. I think that that's the thing. It's, it's like what, what JD was saying. When you have such a small, when you're paying so little for what you're putting, to, you can do those deals. You know what I mean? That's why we're walking out <laughs> to successful to ourselves. Exactly, Daph. Yeah. Like, it, you know, you want to support because you feel like I have to support. Like, I do this. I know what you're going through, my man. Like, all right, fine. Here's $10. But then you walk out of there and you spent like $100. You want your, uh, you want your, what is it? You want, you want your, your book, book in reader's hands, then print in bulk. And do a panel and leave a copy on every seat. At thirty seats, you are losing twenty-one dollars. Is that worth the price of two things? Christmas losing twenty. What? Oh, look at you. Um, how many pages of graphic novel? It was five issues. Each issue is of twenty-four pages. Um, plus there's bonus content and trivia. And if you read, there's nothing in my toilet. Every book has puzzles, trivia, um, activities. So it's um, I, I forgot how many page. I think it was like one fifty something. <laughs> one fifty. I forgot. <laughs> Because one of the issues is 27 pages and the others are 24 yeah. each. So, about, about a buck 50, about 100. Yeah, it's about 150 pages. Yeah, because yeah, my Ross book is about 144 pages. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, I charge 20 bucks for it. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it's 144 pages, full color. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, so, so yeah, so that that's, you know, that's what it is. Yo, JD leaving seats on, on, on what you call it? Yo, he's ball JD is What's balling, up, bro. Man? No, but back to that point, he can do that because he's paying so little for it. Prints, same thing. Prints are cents, right? Yes. You can do that with prints. Yes. You can definitely do that with prints and still come out winning. Sometimes it's like, yo, I'd rather you buy a print at this point if you're trying to make the money at the show. Yeah, so that's why That's why I have the system because I can showcase 30 of the, of the 50 prints that I have on my gridded system, yeah. right? So now, and it's on all sides. So when people see it from any angle, they're seeing duty in all these different variations. Like, yo, who's this character? What's this character about? Oh, wow, that's, that's um, you know, whatever. Uh, duty as Darth Maul or duty as an avatar, whatever it is. And they're like, oh, this is pretty cool. Um, I already saw that. Um, you know what I'm saying? So <laughs> it, it's a conversation starter. Yeah. So when they see that from a distance, they want to walk up and look at it. And you, and, and, the hard part is bringing them in because sometimes they just want to look and take pictures. I get a lot of pictures looky loose, right? So people will take pictures that are not actually going to buy, right? So that's the one you, you, you try hard to reel them in, but I give them those are the ones I, I always give the cards to. Boom. Because yeah. hopefully on their own, because that's how my subscribers are growing on the art channel. That's how the subscribe, the followers are growing on Instagram because of the bounce back cards too. And I think, I think as, as part of it too is, uh, have you done anything for Free Comic Book Day to promote your stuff? Oh, uh, yes. I did a book signing on Free Comic Day uh, with Paul Gomez at, um, I forgot the name of the comic shop, but we did a book signing at uh, Free Comic Day yeah. in a comic um, store. What was I going to say to you? Damn, I forgot what I was going to say. Um, geez, I forgot. I totally blanked on, on what I was going to say about the- I was talking about the bounce back cards and the people yeah. taking pictures and oh, the Instagram. Oh, that's the other thing, right? You have to make it an experience. When, you, when they come to your table- it's an experience. You're, you're, you're walking out of there with a smile on your face. It's like going to Disney, right? Like when you come to the table, you know, they are going to walk out and say, wow, man, I can't wait to come back. If I see this guy at another booth or another, another convention, I'm definitely coming to this table. So you have to engage them and make it an experience, not just sell them your book, obviously, because, you know, yes. but also make it an experience for them because yes. they're looking and, for that. 
And then you got to be prepared. So that, I always want to know the size of the table because it also lets me know exactly how I'm going to set up and what I'm going to take with me. Like, for instance, next year I'm doing AlienCon, which is a really big, you know, international event. It's in San Francisco. See, but that you're traveling to. Right. That I'm yeah. traveling to. Yeah. You know, it's run by a &E Network, right? right. You, got, you got the History Channel folks there. You get all those people that you see on TV and on the news that are talking about, you know, UFOs and conspiracies and all that stuff. And you know, it's it's a big to do. So they got big lectures and panels and all that stuff. And they got a whole big arena where I'm gonna be. I'm gonna have the UFO hovering over my table. I'm gonna right. I'm going all in with this one, right? Um, because it's this is Duty's home. He's gonna be a, his he's gonna probably see some of his cousins there, right? So it's gonna it, I'm gonna I wanna create that experience. So when they come to my area, I want them to be like, yo, this is legit. So I'm planning that now, and that's not till next year, March. Well, you have to. You have to plan ahead. You're in retail. You know how it is. Yeah. You're planning seasons ahead. You're planning, you know what I'm saying? Like, you're not just, you're selling. If you go to stores now, they have stuff in there for 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 um, the fall already. You know what I'm yeah. saying? We're not even over over uh, uh, summer yet. You have to. Uh, experience is key in being remembered and leads to follow-up sales and word of mouth. Yeah. Absolutely, dude. Absolutely, man. You got to leave them out. Leave them happy, man. They got to walk out of your booth with a smile on their face. Yeah. So one man. thing I'm working on, you know, I'm spilling the beans here, but what I'm working on is an, <laughs> an official patch uh, of an official dudester patch. Yeah. So it's one of the things that you get it with every purchase that I'm going to start doing going forward. And it's, it's for 2024. So it's one of my things next year is mm -hmm. like, look, you know, become a dudester. And you be an honorary, you get this honorary patch. And I'm working on my website where you get um, um you sign up to be a member and you get exclusives. So, but this this is a year in the making. This is like you know, all this stuff that I'm planning because I want that experience. I want yeah, to create, I want to make it, it special. I remember I remember when I was a kid, when I used to I you know, when I used to buy GI Joe action figures, right? And you get those QR codes and you 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 you, you, you pull out the you, you clip them on the back and then you mail them in and you got a free action figure, a limited edition action figure that wasn't mass produced that you could only get for the mail in. And then I subscribed to the magazine and you had all these things oh. and these contests. You Comic felt books special great for that too. Comic you felt special, right? Yeah, yeah. So that's what I want to bring back with this. It's like a, how do I really bring that audience together and make it fun and give them something back so they can feel like, man, and, he doesn't have to do this, but I, you know, I'm getting yo, all this good and stuff. This is, and this is where, you know, we we're talking to the parents here. Let your kids be kids. Yeah, man. Let them enjoy that stuff, man. Like yeah. don't, don't, don't go to the table and be like, uh, come on, we gotta go. We gotta go. Cause I gotta go get my stuff over here. Like let your kid enjoy the experience of being at a comic book convention is the only yeah. way the industry is going to continue is if yeah. these kids are reading comics and if you're walking them away from a booth that has all of these cool things for kids all that's going to happen is it's going to start dying because and that, and that happened I, I told out. you about i told you about that the, the, the dad the kid came over four times and dad kept promising later 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 he never came back and that uh, could be you, you see, see the lot. kid every time walking away just lot. staring at you know he wanted a comic book you know so i gave the kid the trading card and he lit up like it was christmas but it was like why bring him you know you know i was like i always say this like if i'm going to take a kid to an event give him a, get, like the one family they gave him a budget here's your money you can spend where you but first take a loop mm -hmm. see what you want and then go and and that's your money Right. And uh, but what I find is like a lot of the parents, they'll, they'll they want to get this stuff on their list before they even spend any money on the kids. And it's tough. It's tough to watch because you can't say anything. You well, get, you know, and, so and that's why I don't want the kid to walk away without anything. So yeah. I'm like, that's why the cards and that happened. I told you about that. That happened last yeah. year. Yeah, I experienced yeah. it at the Denton Expo last year. And there was a few kids that happened to. 
So and that and at that time I gave them stickers or bookmarks because the parents weren't going to go and you know buy the stuff for them, and that was one of the things that also generated the idea. How do I do something where I can always have something on hand to give, to so that people can at their leisure come back, right? And this is a great way to give the kid doesn't walk away empty-handed and they feel like you know what at least I got something. Yeah, yeah, no, I, absolutely, dude. I I think that that's that's the biggest the biggest mistake you know what i mean it, it, it it's it's doing that kind of stuff where you're you're taking your kid and you're not letting them buy that's why the price point is so important too because at that point you know a five dollar book when the parent has other things they want to buy maybe they can spare five dollars you know yeah. for a comic and that's yeah. why that price point is so important and and, and like i was telling you if I'm printing in bulk, I can even lower that even more. I can even lower that to three dollars, and I'd be losing my shirt. And now I'm gaining, you know, a, a fan who wants to read the rest of the book because he's got, you know, that book in their hands. Yeah. So there was a, there was a guy yeah. that went to the book signing on Free Comic Book Day, um, and that I gave the card didn't didn't buy the book, but was at the Denton convention and bought the book. He says, "You gave me this card. I'm, I'm going to get the book now." Right. 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 Holy crap, that was months ago, bro. Yeah, yeah, no, but months that's ago. The, but that's the importance of being uh, of being per, not consistent. Yeah. Of being consistent and doing multiple shows, which is yeah. tough to do. You know what I'm saying? Like we yeah. used to do that here in New York. Apple Big Apple Con was our joint. Oh, we were the, every, we were the every, state what? 3 or 6 months you would do big, That convention. Big Apple Con was the house of craze, bro. Yo, it was <laughs> that was our house. We were there every time. So we had people who like regulars who would yeah. come and just, what do you have this? What do you have now? What do you yeah. have now? We were grinding them out. <laughs> but that's the other thing. The other, yeah. And that's right. It's consistency and having product. It all goes back down. It all goes back to the product, right? When you're promoting this stuff, you have to have the product for yeah. them to, to, to grab. Because even if you do five to 10 convention, but you, you're at this convention with the same comic book, they'll be like, you got anything else? No, yeah. that's it? Ooh, yeah. okay. All right. Well, you know, let me know when you have something else. So you constantly have to have product. Yeah, different product. You know yeah, I mean? I'm working on stuff, duty stuff for next year that I'm going to have at conventions, right? So like, I'm planning. I'm always, I'm always planning a year out, and so I'm working on stuff oh, for yeah. next year that I'm going to have because I want to, you know, really want. I want that, you know, we, we talked about. It. I want that experience. I want them when they come, they're in duty's world. You know, I say get your duty on, right? I said, you know, and I'll say, it. I said, you are you ready to get your duty on? They're like, what are you talking about, right? And people think I'm crazy, right? And then you know, and and it starts that conversation. You, you got to find what, again, find what works for you. And when it's working, don't capitalize on it, man. Capitalize I, on it. I think that's the other thing, too. We're prisoners of the moment a lot of times. Yeah. And and we don't we don't plan ahead. I, I think as indies, we have to plan ahead. We have to look at this as a business and plan yeah. months ahead. Months. You know, what you're going to do. Don't, don't think that you're even crowdfunding. Don't think that, you know, you're going to put that, that, that uh you know crowdfunding campaign out next month and you haven't done any any legwork you haven't told anybody about it and you know you're, you're not you're not a big name you're not brian polito you're not you know you're saying you're not these big guys who can just do that you know dude I mean? I mean i mean it's even like like for me again it's you gotta stay relevant i i'm doing the art contest really to promote duty and and well, you know yeah. and and to get as many people talking about it as possible mm -hmm, right mm -hmm. you gotta find you know, so that means I'm going to spend some of my money, you know, and, and, and to invest on this, which I think for me, I'm looking at the long game. Right. So when you see, you know, people excited about, you know, participating in this, that's worth more than gold for me. 
you know, so you got to, again, you got to find ways to reinvent yourself. You're in a very competitive arena that changes every day. It changes every day. And you have to be in tune with what's happening, but stay true to your brand. And you have to change up your style, your pitch, your communication, your strategy, the amount of time you invest, all the, and it's exhausting. There are days when I'm like, damn, I don't want to have to do this again. Damn, I got to do this, you know, but once I start doing it, I'm back in the game again. Right. But sometimes you just want to break, you know, and, uh, but that where I get recharged, it's really the comic cons, bro. But, but you, know, you know what though, when you're, when you're so far ahead in your planning, you can take those breaks Yeah, and they don't hurt you when you're not, when you haven't planned ahead. Now you can't take a break because everything is happening right now. But if you have set, if you have set the schedule and you're ahead of your schedule, then you can take a break because we all need breaks, bro. Yeah. We all need breaks. That's, that's the reason why breaks. I said I wasn't going to do a summer Kickstarter, right? I needed, needed a break, break from Kickstarter, right? Need I just needed a break because Kickstarter is grinding. It takes a lot of energy. It it, it, it really owns you. Kickstarter is it's like crack, bro. Yeah. You you go in there and it burns you out because you're like looking at your phone. Did I get a pledge? Did I get a pledge? Did I get a pledge? And you're posting. Yeah. You know, it's like a, it's yeah. a cycle. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, I yeah. said I need. I had Kickstarter. I was OD'd on Kickstarter. I needed to take a break. I yeah. said I'll do one in the fall, and that's it. And you know what? It's one thing when you're making your numbers, when you're happy with the numbers you're making, yeah. and you're like, all right, this is you know I'm gonna keep doing. When you're not hitting those numbers consistently. Then no. it becomes even more of a grind, and oh, then it yeah. becomes it becomes something that's up here now. Now yeah. you now you start questioning. Now you I start, have to fight that's harder. Where you need to break. You know yeah, I, mean? I have to fight harder to promote duty on Kickstarter than I do at a convention. It's easy for me to promote it at a convention. It's harder for me to promote it in a Kickstarter because most of my audience are not on Kickstarter, right? And they're looking at you know what's dominating Kickstarter is it's you know the seductive stuff, you know the the the, <laughs> um, the you know the um, the IPs that um, the the expired IPs that people are capitalizing on, you know, the name, the people with the name relevance. Um, so there's there's a lot of things that contribute to that. And then you know, here comes Sam with this goofy looking alien with a belly, you know. So it's, I, I got to push harder for it. I'm yeah. very happy with the I fact think... that I've been at least consistently been making right. my goal. But yeah. am I where I want to be? Absolutely not. But this is what, I, and this would be the conversation we're having the other day. I, I think that you have a very your product is is centered on obviously he's the cosplayer right but it's also centered on education and if people picked up the book they would know that at the end of every book there is this learning uh you know opportunity for kids you know from what they read in their books so um those types of books really struggle on the platform yeah they, they did they do but i think that that what you need to do is just like you know, obviously they like they like the movie books and all that other stuff. There are also parents on Kickstarter, right? So I think that you have to just promote the fact that this is an educational tool for their children to pick up a book and read. If yeah. you use because your book is already already has that in it, it's not even like you're using that as a gimmick. That's part of what the book is. So if you focus that on Kickstarter, I'm saying yeah. if you focus that on Kickstarter, so that parents now go there and say, oh wow. Okay. All right. Let me, let me take a look. Okay. Yeah. I like that book with the big booze, but all right, I'm, I'm going to get that one too, but let me see what this one's got. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Do love the book. There you go. See, cause kids will love it. Kids will love it, but the parents got to, the parents got to see some value in it, I guess on yeah. Instagram. I mean, not on Instagram, on social media, yeah. they have to be, they have to see some kind of value for them to be, to spend their money because they'd rather spend it over here on the movie book. 
You know what I mean? So I think that that, <laughs> that works, but the PR one is mine. Yeah. Uh, that was a hot item. So that yeah. works. I think so that works. I think, you know, your personality and, and being able to talk to people works in person, online. It's got to be about the educational value that this book has. And yeah. I think that that's what has to be in the forefront on your on your Kickstarter campaigns. Yeah, now, if that you, doesn't it, work, yeah, then yeah. I don't know what to do. I yeah. don't know what yeah. it, it, it's 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 um because even at the the venue, um, you know, people want to buy it there. When they come to conventions, it's hard for them to sign up for a Kickstarter because they want it there. Yeah. And if this their first time seeing it, they're not sure if they're going to sign up. Which is why those bounce back cards are, are, are so awesome because now they they pick it up, they read it like that 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 the one that I read from Puerto Rico. I was at Puerto Rico com, com months ago. You know, just a few, just a couple of weeks ago, I got a response on Instagram saying I finally got caught up to reading it. Absolutely loved it. Where can I get the fifth issue? Right. Um, so again, you need to have some form of communication that keep people come back. Uh, I'm not really good at collecting emails at conventions because I'm too busy pitching and talking and all that other stuff. So I use the bounce back cards. They go to the website. They sign up on the website. Uh, that's why I'm working on my subscription based website. Um, so all these things. So I'm learning from the traffic, right? So I went from having little to no traffic on the website to now having tons of traffic every single day, um, which is why I love Wix because every time someone visits, I get a, a notice on my phone and says, you got a visitor from Wisconsin. Yeah. You got a visitor from Oregon, right? I and that's, you. that's because I learned what wasn't working and I figured out, I tested something and it's working. So now I'm going to run with it. Yeah. So well, that's the, and that's that's what we have to do. It, it's all it's all you know just testing. Everything that we're doing is, is a test. Yeah. Um. And, and and you do it at your own, however you want to do it. However, yeah. it makes it easier for you to learn what you have to do. Yeah. I think you have to do something. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you just got to do something. Yeah. I mean, um, I you know Paul Paul is a is a great um, he has a great pitch and he brings people in and he lures them in and. Um, he uses his soft voice to get them close to hear what he what are you saying? What are you saying? Right. And then he, he he's like a like uh what's it a Venus flytrap, right? And then he closes it in pow, and he got him. Right. So he does a good job at, at conventions promoting his stuff. Um and uh so he, not everybody has that skill. So you gotta again, you gotta find what works for you. So for me, I start with the presentation, I get people to take notice, and then I make eye contact, and then I have that card in my hand. It's like, hey, you want a card? Boom, you want to meet duty. And like, boom. And then we start the conversation. Right. So it's like a multiple, you know, step approach uh, to it. Um, you know, but again, it, it, it promote your product first on social media, promote you when you're at an event, but have a pitch to sell your product. And like what George said earlier, you got to have a finished product. You can't be promoting stuff that you don't have, um, you, you know, because you just get, you know, it's like, what are you doing? What are you yeah. doing? You can't tell people, yeah, no, this is coming out next year. All right, then I'll get it next year. I'm, what what what's the point of me you're giving you any attention now? Like, just yeah, just tell it to me when it's here. I mean, what am I doing here? What am I standing yeah. here for? So oh, yeah, so what are we talking about? Eh? <laughs> it's like, hey, this is awkward. Like, yeah, no, right? It's uh, you know, and and and, it, and the other thing is, I have other stuff on the table too. I have Forbidden, which is a finished graphic novel. It's on the table. You know, I have other things. You know, I have um, long form posters. I got small. I got. I got something. I try to have something. For, I don't. I don't do shirts um, because sh shirts. You know, you never get it right with sizes unless you're going to go full gambit. Imagine um, carrying shirts around on top of what oh, no. you already carry. If you you, you, you see that. what you, you, you see what I, yes we yeah, did. Yeah. You know, I still have some of those shirts left over. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> Remember, I mean, this yes. is the nineties. I mean, this yes. is the early two thousands. We had double XL shirts. Who the heck wears double XL shirts today? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like you know, 
But uh, then we thought it was fashion. You know what I'm saying? Like we thought it was fashion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, if you look at the original pictures of back in the days. Oh, yeah, dude, at the beginning. Yeah, yeah, your stuff was oversized. Bro, that's coming (laughs) back, bro. It's coming back. I'm wearing it again. Yo, I was dumb oversized. I was wearing size like 38 jeans and stuff. I'm like, what am I doing? like, what the hell are you doing? What is going on? You were like a you were like a buck twenty wearing a size four hundred. I was like, "What the hell is he doing? What is he doing? This kid's gonna fly!" I know that wind comes, you all. No, like, Yo, I'm, I'm done. I'm out. See you later. Oh, it's that. Yo, this has been a good show, man. Thank you everyone for joining us tonight, man. This yeah, man. Dope. Yeah. If you really like this episode, please give us a thumbs up. Um, if you haven't done so already, please subscribe. Um. And uh, if you haven't done so already, please sign up for this in my toilet on Kickstarter. The, the link is in the chat. Um, again, book number six. I'm excited about that. Um, this is where, you know, we introduce a lot of new characters. Bobby's buddies, Patrick and Brittany. And, uh, you know, they're on a hunt. And then you have a ghost busting group called No Boo for You, catching ghosts of what we do. They're coming into the fray. You got the janitor. Oh, the janitor, man. He brings a whole new twist to when, it. When, is when are you releasing it? October 2nd. October 2nd. Yeah, on Kickstarter. So, um, yeah, I'm excited about that. You know, really excited about it. And if you haven't done so already, please enter the art contest. Um, you know, uh, we already have multiple submissions in so far. It ends on the 15th. You know, Dan Barlow submitted, Dwayne, uh, D. Wayne Doherty, Jason Sooks, uh, Sooks, Irina, and Stephen Russell. Um, and then the newest one um, from Addy Kid. Um, uh, submitted hers. And this is the colored version of Jason Sook's, uh, Sook's um, Duty, which is pretty dope. And, um, you know, uh, enter the art contest. Another great thank you. You know, you get a chance to win $100, um, four free 30 second commercials on Cast of Craze, a one hour uninterrupted interview. And you get featured in issue number six of There's an End of My Toilet with your mugshot bio um, and, uh, and the art. And on the website, dutiesworld.com. And for everybody else who's entered, who does not win, um, you'll also get interviewed on Cast the Craze. And your art will be also in the book, but it won't be the feature. But your art and your name um, will be featured in the book as well, as well as the website. So um, something for everybody. I'm excited about it. Um, and, uh, you know, don't forget that uh, George is now on. I'm on the anyoneworld.com platform. So go check out Russ5377. Still go to getyourmeds.com for all my other stuff. I have uh, the Adventures of Wonder Duck on there. I have the Russ physical copies on there, the graphic novels on there. I have T-shirts. I have a couple of things there. And don't forget, I'm going to be at uh, Plastic City Comic Con. Thanks to our sponsor for today's show, Plastic City Comic Con, August 19th. Pittsburgh, Massachusetts. It's a one-day show. So head out. That's on a Saturday. And then at the end of the month, any one world con will be a virtual con on the web, on their website. So check that out. And then also I'm going to be in Baltimore, man. I'm going to be walking Baltimore in September, September 8th, 9th and 10th. Yeah. So check yeah. that joint out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it was a really great show. Thank you, everybody, for coming out. You know, thank you. I mean, everybody for coming out. I mean, we had Lou. We had Michael San Martino. We had Nita. You know, we Daphne. had Daphne. You know, we had uh, um, um, Paul. Gomez and Paul ASAP Imagination and uh, um, JD and uh, Dan Barlow came out to play and uh, uh, there's just so many I'm trying to catch up with everybody but thank you all <laughs> thank you everybody who's joined us who's watched us on Facebook on Twitch and on YouTube you can catch us the audio version of this on any digital 
um, platform from Spotify to uh, everything else that's out there. Um, and, uh, you know, I appreciate every single one of you. And uh, we look forward to next week. Um, I think next week, let's see, who do we have on next week? Next week we get, let's see. Before we go, we got scheduled events. Oh, next week, yeah, we got uh, none other than Barney Smith. Barney Smith. Yes. He's Barney also one of our, yeah, he's, he's been a repeated sponsor of Cast yes. Craze podcast. Big shout out to Barney. All right, um, cool. It'll be fun. He has a great he has story comics. Yeah, he has a great podcast. Yeah. Uh, he's a funny guy. And uh, we're looking forward to having Barney on next week on the show. We'll have another interesting topic as well for Hot Topics. Um, so, yeah. So, with that said, where is that dang thing? I am Seth the Crazy Bit, Vera. George the Dream of Medina. And we are out. No, I was talking about my friend, Aquis. I met him the other Say my name, say my name. Right? <laughs> this is what you were thinking? Oh, my. He described me. He said, I'm the idiot. You're listening to Catch the Craze. You're listening to Catch the Craze. You're listening to Catch the Craze. You are listening to Catch the Craze. On Catch the Craze. You're listening to Catch the Craze. Bobby, girl.